Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining me. What glorious times we are living in. At the same time, what, um, you know, what dubious and, um, unexpected and tyrannical times we are living in. But I do hope when you woke up today, man, you I hope, I hope when you woke up you had some faith, so I hope you woke up with happiness, joy, benevolence, and love in your heart, no matter how hard it is to do that nowadays, I hope when you wake up that is what we must strive to feel. Like right when you wake up, you got to feel all those great things, man, because as you go throughout your day, you're going to feel people try to beat you down. Even if you don't go anywhere, man, you're going to feel yourself try to beat yourself down. And before we get to this news, ladies and gentlemen, I usually always try to start these broadcasts off by simply... I don't want to say it's motivation. I don't want to say preachy, man. But I, I just always like starting my broadcast off by really, really letting the people know that it's it's really up to you. You know, like we're living in a day where everyone wants to make a change and everyone talks about making a change. But every single other person right next to them gets their ideas from the person next to them. Like, no one's really, really thinking for themselves. And here at Subliminal Message Studios, one of the things we really, really, really want people to do is think for themselves. Like, and not only, like, you know, think for themselves, but be themselves. I don't want you to be who Hollywood is telling you to be. I don't want you to be who the, the culture is telling you to be. Like, I've realized why why I've been doing these shows, doing these podcasts, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. It's a lot of it's a lot of it's just been me. But as I've been on this adventure, I've come to find out on how everybody wants to speak out. Like everybody, every single person I talk to about my podcast, everyone's like, "Man, that's awesome! I w- I would love to do it." And uh, this and that, and then I go into conversations with them and I ask them. You know, well, what do you think about this? What, what do you think? What do you think about the um, World Health Organization? Or I, I and they even get simple with them. You know what I mean? What do you think about mass, uh, uh, you know, mass murderers, you know, or, or serial killers? You know what I mean? That always drives the attention to everyone. You know what I mean? That's that goes into a whole other subject of why I, I think that is. I can give my own opinion of why I think that is, but. I see their eyes light up, and they have all this knowledge, and they they want to have this conversation with with me. But as soon as they try to open up and really try to be themselves, another face. And I, I, I swear to God, I, I see it right in their eyes. I see that other face. And it's like it's like their hand pulls a mask over their face that they just got done showing me. And they're unable to really, really, really get into it because everyone is scared to show their passion. Especially with a lot of people on the left side. 
You know, they're so scared to show the real passion because they just want to go along with everyone else. Well, here on my podcast, here on my show, I'm going to let you guys know, like on social media, I'm going to be honest on social media. I'm kind of a tyrant. Like I'm an asshole. Dead honest. (laughs) I am. But if, if, if you ever come to my show, if you ever have a conversation with me, it's totally different, man, because you have to realize I distinct social media away from actually having a conversation with someone in their real person, like right in front of me. I do not consider social media real at all. And I want you and I want the people to start really getting that for themselves, too. You know, just because you see a person being mean and gruesome on social media doesn't mean that person is going to be that way in real life. Now, I'm not saying there's a bunch of bad apples in a bunch and that's not a, a that may or may not happen. Maybe even 80 percent of the time. That's how it is. But here on my podcast, guys, and here on this show. I'm letting you know, man, if, if you want to have a, a conversation with me, if you actually ever have a, want to have a real dialogue when it comes to, you know, gays having rights, uh, gay marriage, uh, you know, uh, um, um, gun guns, you know, uh, AR-15s, anything, you know, well, let's say if you, you really, really don't believe in the Constitution and you are stuck on the fact that we need to get rid of the Constitution and reform the Constitution, and if anything, make a new one, make a new flag. Man, listen, talk to me about it because I'm letting you know right now that I will test your ideologies so, so much to the extent to where you are not questioning my reality. You're not questioning your reality. One of the things I've come to realize with doing this show and the conversations I've had politically is, and I think that's one of the reasons, the same reason why people are so scared to come on my show and actually have a general conversation with me is because I don't make them question my reality and I don't make them question their reality. I make them question the reality. The reality that we are all living in, and I, living in, and I make I make them question that, and it brings up fear. People get very, very scared because then they start to realize. Well, then, and I've heard this once, and it was, it was during a conversation with um, one of my ex girlfriends, and uh, she was very left driven. And, but but we were able to have conversations about anything and everything. And sometimes uh, I, I thought that I was uh, the one in the right. Uh, sometimes she thought she was in the right and one in the right. But one of the last times we were getting in uh, debates uh, about, um, you know, um, I think we were talking about, uh, you know, the LGBTQ situation and more or less just gay rights in general. And um, I, 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 I brought up a point to her, and of course, then she looked at me, and she said, "You know, whether or not you're right, Leo, I think you are forgetting one thing: that sometimes it's not about being right with people; it's that no one wants to be alone." And telling the truth a lot of the times 
leaves you very lonely. And I now know what she means by that. It's taken me a long time. I'm not going to say I understand it all the way. But I do... I am beginning to understand on how scared it makes someone. Because like everyone else, everyone feels... I feel scared. Um, I feel happiness just like you, you know what I mean? I, I think these simple things are the real things that really bring us together. You know, but we just don't want to talk about them, you know what I mean? We want to confuse our ideologies, and we want to confuse stuff with different forms of uh, wording and speech, but I'm starting to understand what you mean a little bit. And I don't understand it all the way, but I, I do understand what you mean a little bit. And I'm trying to be more clear and not worry about being right. And throughout these podcasts, guys, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be dead honest. Um, while I've been doing this show, um, you know, I first when I started off, it came off with so much aggression. So I had, you know, I just wanted to get all out there. But after a while, you know, and after having some talking to by certain people, you know, you really, really start to realize on. What message do you really, really want to get out there? And as soon as as soon as you show anger, aggression, hatred, no matter how good the information is, and no matter how real the information is, the only thing that everyone hears is that anger and that aggression and that hatred. So it's it's a very very and I'm gonna be honest, guys. It's a very hard it's a very hard thing to do to cover um, the culture nowadays and uh, the attitude of people and the socialism of people without getting so upset. But I truly am trying to get better at it. Because I, I do not want, I do have, a, I have people from Argentina listen to me. I have people from Greece. I have people from Czechoslovakia, surprisingly. I had no idea that I actually had people from there. And uh, I, have, I actually have a surprising, a lot of people that listen to me in Argentina. I've come to find out that I have at least 10 or 12 people that listen to me out in Mexico. And I would never want the information or my opinions to be regarded in hatred in any kind of way. I want people to really, really, really realize that we need to start thinking for ourselves and start believing in ourselves. So no matter how like bad of how bad it is around you, if, if you if you aren't able to really, really start believing in yourself before you start believing in, in someone else and, and then you then you're failing yourself all you know already and I guess I'm saying this because I see that as a problem 
more than gun violence, more than abortion rights, more than gay rights, more than trans transgender rights. I see that as a problem more than anything else. And it's simple. You know, I'm not getting political with it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being political at all. At all. It's, there's nothing political about this. I, I, all I'm asking you to do is believe in yourself. I'm not talking about believing yourself, the self that you got from mainstream media, the self that you got from, from your, from your, you know, your, 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 your favorite your favorite teacher. No, man, like I really mean yourself. I need you to get deep. I need you in this. I, this may be another problem with why people don't like talk to me because they just want to have a simple conversation. They can't really get deep. But listen, this, this I, I need you to get deep. I need you to really, really, really look inside yourself. Yes, you. I want you to go in those dark rooms all by yourself. No one else, no freaking cell phone, no TV, no friend to build you up. I want you to go in those dark rooms when you're really, really sad. I want you to go be by yourself so you can find yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. You need to find yourself. If you can find yourself, if you can believe in yourself, then the people you believe in, you are no longer failing them. There's nothing political about believing in yourself, man. There's nothing political about about realizing that, yeah, you want to be happy? Well, guess what? That person does too. That person does too. Their ideology on ha being happy might be different from yours, but that's not to say it does not bring them happiness. Is it self-destructive? Either way it goes, that is not your judgment. We are, a, we are a generation where we all we do is judge one another, but we only do it secret. We, we do it secretly. We do it with our friends. We do it we do it when no one's looking. But then when it comes to stepping outside and talking to people, well suddenly we want to throw up our hands and act like, well, I accept everyone. But when that curtain closes, I shit you not, we are a culture and a generation of judging everyone when that curtain closes. I'm going to judge this person. I'm going to judge that person. But when a curtain opens back up, oh, we accept everyone. I accept LGBT. You know, I was having this conversation with this uh, uh, girl. And, and, and I don't know if I said something that just sounded racist to her or something like that, but she immediately copped an attitude. The main thing, and, and the main thing that boggled my mind is she was white. Like, you know, like I get it. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, normally, if you like pro probably see me, you're not going to like, you know, uh, you're probably going to assume well, you're, you're white too. Piss me off just one time. And then pay attention to my lips and the way I talk. Believe me, bro, I'm not white. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I love when people, I love when people like think my older, my oldest brother, like his oldest brother looks white as shit. Like there's hands down, there's no convincing yourself if you look at him. There's anything else but white. If you make him slightly mad, he like I don't know. He's like you know he doesn't act white. That's not white. But <laughs> I, I, all jokes aside, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I'm just making jokes, but. 
what I'm trying to say to you, man, is, is, is there's nothing political about believing yourself. There is nothing political about finding yourself. And it is, it, it's in that pain. It is in that depression. It is in that anxiety that you need to be alone and stop depending on someone else to build yourself up. You'll never get there if you're always relying on someone else mentally and physically. You know, that's why I always, I, that's, I guess that's why I always try to start these shows off by really, really telling everyone, listen, man, like, regardless if you are going to believe, uh, believe me on my political views as far as guns, um, self-defense, which are two totally, totally different things, by the way, um, uh, my, my views on government, my views on um, uh, medical, medical care, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. You don't have to agree with me. That's not, that's not, I think that's what a lot of people get caught up on is everyone's just looking for people to agree with me. A lot of my listeners, <laughs> I, I, listen, I, 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 I think a lot of my listeners listen to me strictly just to find something so they can use it against me. Go ahead. Because while you're going along with me down this journey, I might say something and you might hear something that will change your mind for the better. And I'm not going to lie. You might lose a few friends. I, I hear stories all the time of people losing friends because of their political stance. You know what I mean? And how, and how um, horrible that is. Why, why is it horrible? The friends you ha the friends you lost, you may have lost for a reason. And the friends you have now, you may lose in the future for another reason. Like, don't ever accept the ideologies that you have as as as, as this is the ones I'm going to roll with. Build yourself as an individual. Build yourself as an individual. Don't build yourself as a group. Build yourself as an individual. The right for you to self-defense is everything. The right for your um uh for the right for you to stand outside with a microphone and 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 give your political views. That's your do it, do it. Make yourself known. Stop letting people convince you to shut up. And the only time people don't want to shut up is when they have social media in front of them. Stop letting them convince you that social media is the only where only place to stand up to speak out. Have those conversations with people that you know you're not going to agree with. You might not agree with them politically. You'd be amazed if you took the time. It, 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 most of you would be amazed if you took two seconds. And you come to find out how much you actually do agree with that person on so many different things all throughout your life. We're so caught up on uh, political or mental states of mind. And we totally forget to just live in the moment. We totally forget to live in the moment. I hear this all the time, you know, I don't want to hang out with that person because, you know, I just don't, 
I don't I don't see myself getting along. You know, um, I was having a conversation with someone. There's a bar not too far from uh, um, where I live. Black Lives Matter signs all over, LGBTQ inside of the bar. It's all decked out with everything that I don't agree with. I walked right inside of that bar. And I'm not going to lie. I made a few jokes about how I want to get along with everybody. And, and, and I'm not going to lie. As soon as I walked in, I can tell I would not get along with anybody politically. But with so much hate in the world, I, I wanted to see what I could get along with them. So I walked into that bar and I started talking about tacos. That might be, it, it might, I, I, like, you know, that might sound crazy to me or you, but yeah, I started talking about tacos. I started talking about tacos and started talking about cheeseburgers and, and camping and all, and, and all that shit like that. And the reaction I got from anybody and everybody that was listening, and I'm talking about people that had, that, that knew full well and, and if you see me in person, I have the demeanor that, yeah, I'm definitely a Republican. I'm definitely a radical Republican. You know, I have that demeanor. I'm not going to lie. But even those people walking up to me, I was, looking over, I was looking over at them, and they had the biggest smile on their faces. You know, that they had the biggest smile on their faces. And that's, it was wonderful. And it was genuine, too. It was a genuine, they, they were genu like, you know, genuinely smiling. And you know what? The, the best thing about it is politics, all these other things, they didn't, they didn't matter. All these other, uh, all these other, you know what I mean? These problems that we were, uh, that I was facing with people I didn't even know, people I knew full well that I would not agree with. Well, none of it mattered. All that mattered, all that matters is what we could agree on at that time. At least that's the way I felt, and. Um, Short a short story, guys. You know, when I walked out of that bar, I felt a lot better about humanity because I really, really think before we get into this news, ladies and gentlemen, I honestly think that's one thing that we really, really need to remember is I understand that we are not going to agree politically on everything. You know what I mean? And possibly not anything. But I guarantee, given the time, if we have enough conversation, we will come to find out that we may not agree politically, but we will come to find out that we agree in a general in, in a general word, uh, the general word of happiness and joy and benevolence, because that's what we're all really, really looking to do is be happy. And I think that's what we really, really need to get back to. So before we get into this news, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into this uh, broadcast, um, and we're going to be covering the Juneteenth month, it's been one of the most deadliest months 
even at last year in 2021, with shootings, rapings, home invasions, and Juneteenth is not even over with. But before, unfortunately, before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, I honestly want to remind everyone that it is truly up to me or you to make a difference, to be a better person when we wake up, to look at ourselves in the mirror before we start blaming other entities you know with uh, with gun violence if you want to call it gun violence with crime in your neighborhood is it not your fault like is, is it not your responsibility is that not your neighborhood how are we going to continue to believe that every single time something happens as far as crime related goes it's someone else's fault the police are supposed to be there or it's the gun's fault. But what about us? Where's our responsibility lie at? Because believe it or not, the responsibility of cleaning up our neighborhoods, making sure our neighborhoods are safe, that's all really, really lies on us. And we have been continually convinced that it's someone else's fault. It's the police's job to keep your neighborhood safe. It's not their job. I know that's the way we've been acclimated. And I know a lot of police do not... They've been trained that way, too. They've been trained to even someone that says this kind of stuff, that is a radical terrorist. I don't care what they want to call me. What I am telling you is the absolute truth. It is your responsibility. Keep your neighborhood safe. Stop inviting, you know, uh, you know uh, stop inviting drugs into your neighborhood, whether they be legal or illegal. We can at least understand by now that pharmaceutical companies are not there to give us a disease, uh, give us a cure to the disease. They are only there to give us uh, an experimental vaccine or experimental upgrade that has nothing to do with a cure. And they call it upgrade, but really, really, it's a it's a, a different form of eugenics. So whether for better or worse, ladies and gentlemen, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself when you're the most sad and depressed. Believe in yourself. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get in to our um, world news. Like I said, guys, we're going to get into the Juneteenth month and how beautiful and how erectile it has been when I mean uh, the I don't mean the good type of erectile by the way no I mean the type of erectile that's been corrupting America all throughout this month and we're only on June 20th by the way that is right ladies and gentlemen it is June 20th in this Juneteenth month and it has been one of the most deadly in America Enforcement forces are confirming several people were shot, including a police officer. All of this happening near 14th and U Streets in Northwest, and we now know a 15-year-old boy was shot and killed as well. Fox 5's Lindsay Watts is on the scene. Lindsay, what's the latest? 
Lindsay, what's going on? Well, I can tell you what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, I'm in Washington, D.C. for June, uh, June uh, the Juneteenth month, which unfortunately, right here in Omaha, Nebraska, we are one of the states that actually were stupid enough to call it and celebrated it as a national holiday. I know, we're really, really tired around here. My bad. I don't mean like a little bit retarded, but like, you know, we kind of have senators that go out of their way to, um, you know, talk about how great it is to kill babies, but they won't say anything about the kids that have been dying in car wrecks left and right. I mean, the people that have been hit, uh, the one gentleman was just struck. Uh, he was riding on a motorcycle and he's dead. Um, shout out to that. Cause I actually know, um, I actually know the brother and, um, I, my heart goes out to him, seriously, man. But we have senators that will not say a freaking word about car wrecks, about drug overdoses here in Omaha, Nebraska, about the drug epidemic here in Omaha, Nebraska, about how I, I literally all, everyone in Omaha is either drunk or drugged out. I shit you not. But none of these are problems here in Omaha, Nebraska, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 no. It's all about making sure that we are just like New York City. But let's go back to this video of a 15-year-old that was killed during an unpermitted Juneteenth Pride rally where a 15-year-old was killed and two officers were shot. Oh, and here in Omaha, Nebraska, three were shot in an overnight Omaha shooting. But let's get to this video first. Let's go. That a 15-year-old and so killed. Two adults were shot and injured, and a DC police officer also shot and injured. This happened at an event known as Mochella, meant to celebrate Juneteenth. DC police saying tonight this was an unpermitted event, and it was. Oh, it's an unpermitted event. Oh, so the police were there trying to let me guess, get rid of all those people that were peacefully permitting there, right? They're peacefully permitting there. No, 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 no. There were fights everywhere. There were literally tables. There were picnic tables with drugs on the picnic tables. The cops were just walking right by it. And then everyone gets surprised when someone gets shot. It's amazing. It's awesome. Going on 14th and U Street. Police were here. They were trying to clear the streets. The chief says that police first found an unpermitted gun, and soon after that, the shooting happened. And I want to bring in Daniel Dyson now. Oh, my God. They found an unpermitted gun? Oh, God, they found an unpermitted gun? What about that cocaine and all that heroin and, and, and methamphetamine? What about all that Oxycontin and, and what about all that fentanyl over there? Calm down, Terrace. The Americans can have all the drugs they want. We're worried about unpermitted guns. That's what we're worried about. Tells me that he was standing right next to the police officer who was shot. Can you tell me about what you experienced? Well, just being out here on the huge street corridor with loud music here, there's a lot of oh, things great. going on. They found the one black guy that's overly white. They were trying to keep everybody safe, trying to move everybody accordingly. Um, I, I was sitting next to a cop. Next thing you know, shots rang out. He did not want to stay down, he proceeded on. Shot in the leg. Yeah, he was shot in the leg, and he kept right moving. He went to the fire. He did not run away. And I, and I was sitting here, my mind is blown, because, you know, I, I was trying to cover up this guy, and next thing you know, it's, they say he's, he's no longer here. So the 15-year-old yeah, child. Yeah, he was screaming out for his mom. And it, it's, it's, it's hurtful to hear that man, and, and no one was able to help him. To see him go, it's like... It, 
it, it, it bothers me. This, all of this that's going on here, it bothers me. It, need, it needs to come to a stop. It really uh, does. I, <laughs> it needs to come to a stop right there, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we're not going to talk about the drugs or the gang violence. No, no. None of that needs to come to a stop. Home invasions, they can keep on going. People doing drugs on the street, they can keep on going. Massive immigration coming into Omaha, Nebraska. Shit, just last week, KETV was talking about, oh my God, we have over a thousand refugees that just came in here from fucking Somalia. How great it is. And then you look at some of the men that came in, they look like fucking, they look like pirates. And not the Pirates of the Caribbean form. I couldn't even tell you how I feel about it. Excuse my language. I apologize. This right here is too much for me. This has to come to a standstill. I'm sorry that I have to be a black person on TV telling you this. It don't matter what your color is, your race, what kind of uniform you're wearing. It needs to come to a stop. And if it don't, it's going to be innocent kids who dying every day because people don't want to do this. Said this, if that's all they were dad, they, we saw there small children that were there. there was oh my god, and, and we were trying to enjoy ourselves. Crowds kept running and running back and forth, and to oh. see this happen. And, and we're actually here, man. We was, we was trying to enjoy ourselves, man. I was just trying to drink my 40 ounce, right? All right, smoke my crack, all right, while kids were here, obviously. And yeah, man, little like, you know, uh, Bobby, but he likes to be called, uh, she likes to be called Bobby Lou, was, yeah, she was out there, he was out there shaking his ass and shaking his private parts. We was just trying to enjoy ourselves. So what if there were massive fights going around? And that was one of the reasons that police were trying to break up the party because there were fights everywhere that were happening. A couple of people were actually stabbed before the shooting actually happened. But don't worry, we're not going to talk about that. But yeah, man, this needs to stop, dog. For real. Uh, on a holiday, this is something I would never forget. And I, I don't it's not a real holiday, by the way. I think I would ever forget this, ever. Well, I think I would need more help after this. Seeing this, I don't think oh, I would traumatized. nothing else ever here in D.C. Daniel, we are so glad that you're safe tonight. And thank you so much for coming out and sharing this with us. We appreciate you. Thank you. And uh, tonight, D.C. Police... Oh, yeah, that was a fake cry. He said... He stopped crying right after the freaking camera went off him. He said, oh, yeah, anytime. Can I get your phone number? Still looking for a shooter. We'll have updates, of course, for you tomorrow morning. Back to you. Lindsay, thanks so much. Lindsay, thank you so much for reporting and telling the American people on how, of course, once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's the gun problem. After we found the unpermitted gun, that's what the problem, that's when the problems occurred. It wasn't it wasn't the fights that were occurring everywhere. It wasn't the drugs that were being passed around everywhere. It wasn't no, it wasn't any of the legal pharmaceutical drugs that were being passed around everywhere. It was none of that, okay? It wasn't the fights. It wasn't it wasn't the alcohol, the alcohol intoxication that we're just giving everyone. None of that was a problem, okay? It was when we found the unpermitted gun that's when the shooting started, all right? That, that's what the real problem was, all right? And I think people really need to understand that. You gotta be freaking kidding me, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, and, th and this, is, uh, this is why gun, uh, you know, the whole, uh, you know, banning guns is not going to work. It's not going to work. Deal with it. It's not. It's not going to work. We ban, okay, let me explain to you why banning guns is not going to work. 
Because when you ban firearms, you are banning your true right. Not even your right. What you're really banning is your ability to fight back in a world that does not fight fair. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's what it really, really is, though, man. If we ban guns, if we ban guns, we are really, really getting our we are we are getting rid of our right to fight in a world that does not fight fair. That is exactly what we are doing. We're not stopping anything. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know how uh, California has supposedly been such a you know what I mean such a. A, a bright shining star when it comes to gun reform. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have news for you. So, crime rates in California, everyone knows they're skyrocketing. But you know what the wealthy are doing out in California? Here, listen to this. This is about a two minute and 39 second video. But just, just listen to this because this is what the wealthy are doing out in California, right? Or what they're what they're what they're being called as wealthy. They're not really wealthy. They're just more or less just well off. Los Angeles is dealing with a spike in brazen and sometimes deadly robberies. Oh my God, it's it's dealing with a a spike in somewhat brazen and brilliant robberies. This wouldn't because this wouldn't be because you just got rid of firearms and made it made it basically intangible, illegal for law-abiding citizens to carry a fire bar, a firearm on themselves, would it? Huh? Huh? Would it be? Huh? Let's get back to it. From high-end stores in Hollywood to mansions there, thieves have been stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry, electronics, and much more. L.A. police say robberies are up about 12 percent. Darn them thieves. Oh. This year compared to he almost fucked that up. He wanted to say the 12 percent, but he knew if he lied that bad. By the way, they're not at 17 percent. Police in fucking, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for my language. Police in California, their uh, crime rates, are, uh, their robberies are not at 17 percent. Once again, CNN is lying to you. They're at 32 percent. But I'll go with 17 percent just to give you your bull smack. At the same time last year. Go ahead. Just yesterday, cops in L.A. released this video, surveillance video. Two guys in masks robbing two men at gunpoint as they waited for the elevator there in downtown Los Angeles. They say the suspect stole jewelry, a phone, and the victim's car. Police later found that car with the phone inside, but they're still searching for the two suspects. CBC's Seema Modi is in Beverly Hills, where people who can afford it say they're paying big bucks for better security. Oh, yeah. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. The real question I want to ask every single one of you, can you afford it? You know, like, if we're all talking about getting rid of guns and stuff like that, can you afford it? You know, can you afford um, Israeli special forces, special forces trained policemen to be your security guards? It's around $1,000 a day. Can you afford that? But no, no, scrap that. Let's just make sure we get rid of guns. All right, let's do that. The crime on the rise in Los Angeles. The rich and famous are increasingly opting for houses in gated communities like this one in Beverly Hills. Past the entrance is this $29 million estate with another gate, 30 security cameras, and a separate IT room used for around-the-clock surveillance. A lot of these newer constructions, you know, if you're looking at a, a very expensive home, it's probably going to have a safe room. 
That's top-selling real estate agent Jason Oppenheim. You may recognize him from reality show Selling Sunset on Netflix. He says the crime situation is so bad, more high net worth clients are leaving town. I've seen more clients leave California in the last 18 months than I think left in the last 10 years combined before that. In a city that likes to flaunt its wealth, many residents of Beverly Hills told us they are keeping their jewelry at home. I never wear jewelry. I mean, that's just not safe. And seeking personal protection. I never wear jewelry. I get mad for it, such a boy. Many of my neighbors are looking to contribute a monthly fee to have a security guard here at night. Not just any security. We're talking highly sophisticated professional guards trained by former Israeli military officers. Oh, wow. Executives now are reaching out. One hour outside Los Angeles at Pacific West Academy. These guards are learning how to be nimble, act fast, and react to gun violence. They're using their presence first, verbal commands, physical touch if necessary, and then lethal force as a last means. And that is really only when presented with uh, imminent threat to life. Don says uh. highly trained guards with law enforcement experience average $1,000 a day or more, which means oh, wow, most right Americans can't afford it. They can afford it, let them get it. <laughs> we need more security guards in Beverly Hills in addition to the celebrities having. Oh, if they can afford it, let them get it. <laughs> we need more security guards in Beverly Hills. But, sir, Mainly all the crime rate is happening in middle class and or lower class neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, but we should get rid of guns and, oh, we don't know, but those lower class and middle class neighborhoods, they don't need security guards. <laughs> we just need security in high upper class neighborhoods. <laughs> you know, those are peasants anyway. Don't you know that? It's fucking disgusting. Like it really, really is. Like this is what this is what we have to deal with. Our senators and our Congress right now in Washington D.C. is getting sh in shootouts left and right, and and people are dropping like flies in, in California and here in Omaha, Nebraska, on Twenty Fourth and Benny, three people were just were injured in a shooting. Well, hasn't this been the most greatest Juneteenth month? Oh, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time that the state of Nebraska is celebrating Juneteenth month. That's right. This month has been filled up with facilities being burned on fire, an Iowa food warehouse being burned up, police being shot, dragged by cars, crackheads stealing cars and then shooting at police and then police hanging on to the car and then them being dragged we have inmates fucking police officers police officers getting caught fucking inmates police officers giving drugs to inmates and all of that is going on ladies and gentlemen while everyone is convincing themselves that juneteenth pride month is the most Greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, but by the way, the College World Series is going on here in Omaha, Nebraska. Salute to that. I'm not going to dig down on that, but you know what? F. The College World Series. Okay? F the College World Series. Do you have any idea how much gas is right now? College World Series? I don't care about. Do you have any idea what is going on in the state of Nebraska with our politics right now? 
You have no if, and if you knew, let me break this down to uh, let me break this down for you real quick. Our our police forces right now are being taken over by a lot of Cal- California police police chiefs. Right now, as it speaks, police. Uh, right now, we just had I think like a handful of new candidates that are, are that are going to be police officers here in the city of Omaha. All of which, them, I think there's, I think they'll be starting here in a week or something like that. But all of them are which are being indoctrinated to believe that a civil war will be started here in America. And with our medical industry, it's even getting worse. More and more, you can see doctors are be, are being given more authority to have rights over children, over your your right to have guns, over your right to vote, over over your right to be called clinically insane or not be called clinically insane. If you only knew what was going on right here in the state of Nebraska with Democrat with the democratical the, the Democrats and the rhinos here in the state of Nebraska that are actually helping the Democrats, they're selling out to California. They're selling out to the political system of California. We have George Soros, D, uh, we have George Soros senators right here in Nebraska, right here in Nebraska. They openly say they do not like you here in Omaha. If we only knew what was really, really going on, guys, I'm telling you right now, it's not good. Because our, our, like, even like, like the state of Nebraska Constitution is is under fire. A lot of people want to rewrite the state of Nebraska Constitution. I mean, it's it's it's. It's serious shit, guys. It's serious, serious shit. And it's not going anywhere. We're not getting any better. You know what I mean? And as far as the world goes, holy Christ, you know what I mean? So you remember a long time ago how I told, how I was telling you guys about um, how France and the French are soon going to be starting to pull out of NATO? They're going to start finding reasons to pull out of NATO. They're going to start saying how America is bad and all this and that. And Japan is going to start echoing that. How Germany and Ukraine are going to um, start sucking each other off. That already happened. But how Germany is going to start getting close to Russia. Ukraine is going to start making deals with Russia. And suddenly America is going to be the bad guy. That's all coming to start. That's all starting to happen. Macron has just lost a parliament vote. Just like I said, that was going to happen and the only way for him to gain it back is for the him to get out of NATO. Because the people of France do not want to be a part of NATO anymore. They realize that NATO is sucking them dry. And Zelensky has already made calls for uh, more weapons. I mean, un-freaking-believable, un- guys. Unfreaking believable, man. Now I do want to get to this um uh, one uh, an update. I'll say it, that it 
Um, on uh, the Supreme Court's uh, ruling on Roe versus Wade, let's get to it. Here's a question the country's been asking for a while now. When will the Supreme Court issue its decision on abortion rights? The reality is no one really knows, because the high court doesn't tell reporters in advance when a case will be decided. So that got us wondering, why is that the case? Joe St. George taking a closer look this morning and whether that decision could happen this week. Religious freedom. Take this out. Gun rights. Abortion access. All issues that are set to be decided by the Supreme Court in the coming days. So, when will the rulings happen? The best I can do is put a question mark on the screen and ask it. Law professor Carolyn Shapiro, a former Supreme Court clerk, why? Why don't we just know the dates that these opinions are coming out? What's the big secret here? Well, some of this I think is tradition. Uh, this is the way the court has always done it. Okay, so that's okay. So now, yeah, like the way they're spinning in this, when she says, "Oh my God, so it's just been tradition." That's the way the courts are spinning on it. That is a lie. There, it's a law. It is a law. The Supreme Court is supposed to be separated from the state and the federal government for a very good reason. How do you think dictatorships happen? How do you think monarchs happen? How do you think so? How do you think fascism happens? How do you think socialism happens? But they are outright lying already. I'm sorry. I had to stop that. Green Law professor Carolyn Shapiro, a former Supreme Court clerk. Why? Why don't we just know the dates that these opinions are coming out? What's the big secret here? Well, some of this, I think, is tradition. Uh, this is the way the court has always done it. Shapiro says beyond tradition, a bit of secrecy makes organizing a protest outside the Supreme Court more difficult. It makes the high court less likely to impact the stock market should a case be financial in nature. While the Supreme Court doesn't tell us weeks in advance when opinions will come out, we do learn usually a few days before. By logging on to SupremeCourt.gov, you can know too. Just look for the calendar on the homepage. The days highlighted in yellow are days opinions come out. But again, it doesn't say which opinions will be released. The calendar changes frequently, and as of now, this week opinions will be issued on Tuesday and Thursday. Is it possible that we could get abortion guns, religious freedom, all the same day. That is in the realm of possibility. There are 18 cases that need final rulings before the justices depart for their summer break, which is usually by the end of June or early July. <laughs> Carolyn suspects the major abortion decision is still being worked on. Remember, it's not just the majority opinion that needs to be written. <laughs> Dissenting opinions must be finished, too. Ultimately, when an opinion is ready, Chief Justice John Roberts plays a key role in deciding when to announce it. The court does have a history of announcing their most important opinion last. In Washington, I'm Joe St. George. Oh, wee And when that happens, ladies and gentlemen, uh, get ready for a lot more... Um, a lot more devastation all across America. You know, these Democrats have made multiple, multiple... And even here in the state of Nebraska, I get amazed every single time I go on Twitter and I see some of the rhetoric that's coming coming out of some of our senators, Democratic senators, even some of the rhinos, uh, rhinos that are here in Nebraska. Some of the rhetoric that comes out of their mouth is simply astonishing. Do they get banned for outright calling for arms and to overthrow the state capitol here? Like... I have. I was on Facebook. I was on a Facebook page, and it was an Antifa Facebook page. Right there on the front of the page, it says, "We will bring down the state Nebraska Capitol if Roe versus Wade is overturned." That's been up for almost like four months now. 
Do police know about it? I have never seen them once tweet about it. I have never seen them once say anything about it. I've seen them talk about guns and how guns, oh yeah, they're a big problem and oh, and, and, and how we need to make sure that we have a good database on firearms so we know who has the firearms. You know what? I've said this once and I'm going to probably say it a trillion times. You're only hurting yourself. And not only that, um, all the technology that Google is giving to the police forces here in, uh, here in Omaha in particular, I've, I've been, I've been, I'm still doing a little research on it, but um, the Google, the new Google facility is giving information, including the ability to shut certain uh, social account, uh, social, uh, social accounts down on social media. But they have been working very closely with the police departments here in Omaha, Nebraska, and I knew that would happen because that's the same thing that was happening out in some of our eastern parts of America and western parts of America, especially back in the early two thousands. In New York City, where Apple companies were getting caught giving phone transcripts to the police departments. They were caught giving personal medical information, personal data to the police departments. No warrant or anything like that. That, that, that happened. That was New York Post back in 2003. So you know full well that it's happening right now, and the I think I think right now, especially with Omaha, Nebraska, what we're seeing honestly is is we're being driven to think that we can control whatever beast that we saw in the, in the eastern parts, in the left-driven eastern parts of America, and in the right-driven parts of America. We're being given the ideologies that we can control this beast but we're, I mean but we're not like the refugees that are coming into like you know coming into uh, Nebraska or Omaha Nebraska these guys they're not they're not refugees you know I, I I I don't know how else to say this to you ladies and gentlemen the fact that most of our senators and most of most of Congress is not talking about Al Qaeda training Latin American gangs and Latin American cartels Right on our border, right on our freaking border, there's new videos coming out almost every day of cartels being caught training these gang members. And these same gang members are just coming right into America. And they're openly telling and they're openly telling them too when they get caught. Oh, well, we're getting trained to get in a fight with the police force here in America. This is serious, ladies and gentlemen. And I was talking about this right when it broke a long time ago. This is about like about five months ago, when it first came out on Israeli Post, and then it came out on Denver Post, and then I, and then it came out on New York Post. Yes, Al Qaeda is training gangs and cartels in Latin America right now, and they are training them to get into a fight with the police forces, and they're being and and they're getting and they're getting armed. They're being given money by God knows who. Oh, I shouldn't say God knows who, but we know who. The same, the same forces that were arming up and training Al Qaeda and to the Taliban so long ago, the CIA, the Israeli Black Hand Special Forces, Kendrick Kissinger and George Soros group, they, like all these different compounds, they all gather together and they drive these terroristic groups to operate in different countries. Aiding and abetting to mass democide, mass murder, 
You know, uh, let's go to a quick break, and we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to follow back up with some more news. Welcome back, and thank you very much for joining me, guys. Uh, I am your host, Leonardo, and we are just going over um, Roe versus Wade. Um, we are, we're going over um, a little bit of Omaha, Nebraska news. We are going over on how Nebraska within itself is literally being taken over by commies, and socialists that are working together to bring down the state constitution of Nebraska. And we want to get more into that. Um, but we, we're also going over the um, uh, you know gun rights. We're going over Roe versus Wade. Those decisions should be coming out um, here soon. And... Um, we're, we're, also, we're also going over the... Basically, we're going over everything that they are calling, like, that they continue to call, like, conspiracy theories, like the Great Displacement Theory. Really, that's just a nice way of a globalist saying, hey, we're invading you. Like, it's not really, it's, I, I don't want to call it something that it's really not. The Great Displacement Theory, that's not a conspiracy theory, guys. So, like, we're so, we're, we are so, um... I don't want to say that most of us are brainwashed into history, but we're very, very jaded on um, war tactics and how militaries operate in war. We're very jaded as American people. We're very jaded on how this actually works and the different types of war tactics militaries or governments, if you want to put them that way, use in military time. Don't You have to remember that we've been under martial law ever since Obama. We never came out of martial law. That's why a lot of the, these crazy laws that get implemented into these left states, these crazy laws, like even, and I'm going to be honest, guys, we have a lot of rhinos right here in the state of Nebraska. Rhinos are Republicans that call themselves Republicans, but they are on the world, New World Order payroll. They're, they think they're part of the group. They're on the Democratic side, you know what I mean? Um, that's that's why um, it, 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 it always uh, cracks me up whenever I, I see the Democrats and the Republicans fighting amongst each other right here in the state of Nebraska because it's just like, you guys, you guys are literally getting paid by the same person. Like the same person, here, let me put it like this. So the Democrats uh, were, put, were tweeting out left and right and how the elections were uh, being stolen here in the state of Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska. <coughs> They're um, complaining about how the elections were being stolen here in the state of Nebraska, and um, a, a bunch of other um, a bunch of other accusations. Now, um, I, I actually mentioned to one of the high up Democrats, "Have you watched Two Thousand Mules?" Of course, I didn't get a response. You know what I mean? Just act like the tweet was never there. So I went out of my way to actually inform the Democrats on how they might be able to look up on how if there is um, quote unquote uh, theft uh, election theft here in the state of Nebraska well guys I'm going to tell you how um, how it's how it might be happening now soon after a few Democrats actually caught on to it and they're actually catching on to it right now but what's happening is ladies and gentlemen what's happening is they themselves are going down a rabbit hole that does not concur with their ideologies. They're having to look at all different sides, which is exactly what I wanted them to do. 
do. Because, make no mistake, guys, this war that we are under is scientific, but it's not the type of science that is meant to be a cure. Like, it's not the type of science that's meant to cure our anxiety, our depression. Why do you think all the all the medicines, like, why do you think all the medicines that have been coming out lately have always always have those, you know what I mean, those little um, disclaimers at the bottom? Warning, after taking this pill, you might have suicidal thoughts, heavy depression, Bleeding out your valves, lung, um, lung suffoc- uh, suffocation. Just they list off all these other things. All the new, um, the science nowadays is literally geared towards upgrading the human species through experimentation and acclimatization of changing the genetical coding of the human species. I mean, you can hear it out of uh, you. Um, you can hear it out of the globalist's own minds on how they say the algorithm or the artificial intelligence that they are using. They say it's perfect. It's us that are not perfect, so they need to change us to work with the algorithm. You know, like they, the, like that's why. That's why all these experiments. That's why even the new vaccine. The COVID-19 vaccine. Now we're coming to find out that there's all different. There's massive deaths that are coming from this vaccine. But of course, we're so we're so brainwashed and we're so, you know, we're so acclimated to believe in, you know, into what everyone else thinks is the is the problem. You know what I mean? Just not even trying to use common sense and think to ourselves, this is the first time that we have injected into uh, the mass population with a vaccine that has not been fully tested. And now, lo and behold, yeah, of course there's going to be mass tests. Yeah, people are dying everywhere right now. And they've all been vaccinated. The young are dropping like flies right now, and they were vaccinated. And the war in uh, and the war in Russia isn't getting any better. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you'll know when this thing is really, really going to take a good, good hold. And we can see it with uh, uh, one of my predictions coming true. What I mean by that is, I told you guys that um, Macron was going to be either dethroned from France, and we we now know that he just lost the vote in Parliament. So what's going to happen now, guys, is the same thing I, I warned you guys about a long time ago when we when we were covering our World military, uh, world military segments, and we are trying to explain and break down the whole war strategy of what's going to happen and the stipulations that are going to lead up to the Great War, like World War Three. I don't mean like you know the beginning of it, like we're in a proxy war right now. I mean like the beginning of World War Three. I mean the bomb. You know what I'm saying? But when uh, same thing I told you guys about what was going to happen with um, uh, the French. So Macron, he won, he won, but he just lost the parliament vote. Now what's going to happen in France is there's going to be a good push. This is where the push to, for France to get out of NATO. 
This is where this good, great push is going to come from. And then NATO is going to slowly start dissolving. You can already see Germany and Ukraine working together. We've already seen post after post coming out about that. And I warned you guys about, uh, about that. But now what we're going to see, and we're already seeing it, is Germany and Russia working closely together. And Ukraine is going to soon follow after that. And out of that is going to be, and out of that, they're all going to have one common enemy, right? They're all going to have one common enemy, and that is going to be the United States. They're all going to turn around and be like, oh, no, it was the United States' fault. It was the United States' fault. <clears throat> we see that with North Korea and South Korea, with the new South Korean vice president that did, that did get duly elected, and him saying we want to work with North Korea and their military. With North Korea testing another uh, multiple ballistic nuclear missiles, this is and it, bl it, it blows my mind because the United States Pentagon just issued a strike warning against North Korea, saying that if it tests if it tests another nuclear ballistic missile, that will come with. Heavy ramifications, I believe, was uh, the, the direct words. Well, North Korea literally heard that. They did exactly what Joe Biden did when Russia or Vladimir Putin said, hey, if you cut off Russian oil, that will actually affect America more than it will affect us. Biden, same thing Biden did. You know, he just heard, huh, what? Let's ban Russian oil. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, God, what a freaking world we are living in, man. Uh, so anyways, I, I want to get to this video of Zelensky um, asking for more uh, weapons because our media is telling us that Russia, and this is blows my mind because the uh, an ex-CIA agent just went on MSNBC and said, at the, at the end of this war, Ukraine will win. And now Zelensky is admitting to uh, Russia gaining grounds. Russia has done what it has set out to do. In the beginning, Vladimir Putin said this is not about taking over Ukraine as a whole. This is about taking over the eastern front of Ukraine, the eastern parts of Ukraine that is wants to be annexed from Ukraine because they were killing them at mass genocidal numbers. So Russia has already won. Russia has won. They've already done what they've set out to do. Now Zelensky, after being given sixty billion fucking dollars, guys, another seven million dollars right after that. Another seven hundred million dollars. Sorry, another seven hundred million dollars right after that. Another four billion dollars. Uh, another two billion dollars just a couple weeks ago. And now this video today. Listen to this. The latest now on the war in Ukraine, President Zelensky pleading for more weapons as Russian forces gain ground, possibly on the verge of taking a key city there. Our foreign correspondent James Longman has the latest. This morning, as Ukraine tries to hold off the overwhelming Russian <coughs> force in the east, President Zelensky with a plea for more military help from the west. He says he's grateful for what's come so far, but it must come faster. Now, new satellite images show bridges surrounding Severodonetsk, the epicenter of the fighting, destroyed, cutting the city off. In Gravilia, to the north of Severodonetsk, police rush to evacuate civilians as bombs fall around them. 
One resident says evacuation buses can't reach the town because of the shelling. Police evacuate people on their own. Here in the east, we're taken to defensive positions back from the front lines. We meet Vitali, a member of an elite civil defense unit. He says the weapons they have now aren't enough to keep the Russians at bay. Saying we need more than an AK-47 to go up against heavy artillery and tanks. There are still some victories here. This T-80 Russian tank recently captured by Ukrainian forces. This is a Russian tank which has been commandeered by the Ukrainians. I've uh, got a, a commander and a targeter here who are really proud to show it off uh, because it's much more modern than anything the Ukrainians have got. But even with the sounds of artillery all around, ooh, these soldiers still refuse to be subdued. How do you smile? Why are you smiling? You're, you seem like a smiling person. This is like a hard thing to be doing. They're naturally positive. So those of you who are watching this on um, on the um, audio side of this um, podcast, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you won't see the um, Azov the Azov regime sticker or I should say, um, patch that's on their um, that's on their vest, but it's it's open. It's Azov it's Azov regime patch that's on their vest. It's on a lot of these vests. So these guys are more than likely. More than I mean, I don't want to say a hundred percent, but they might or may not be getting help from a Nazi battalion, which is that of a Azov regime. Are they racist? Truly racist themselves? I don't. I don't know them personally, but I do see a Azov regime patch on their Kevlar, on their vest. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say you know they're a hundred percent Nazis themselves, but they have the patch. And this gives you an idea of just what Russia is capable of. Just in the last few moments, NATO has announced they will be sending more military aid to Kyiv. The big question, will it be enough? And will it get here in time to stop more of Ukraine looking like this? Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. So the Biden administration is making sure he arms up the Nazis in Ukraine as much as possible, spending our money to fund Nazis. I said that once, and I really, really want the people of America to understand it because I, I hate how they shade it and they double speak to us. You're gonna get, you're, you're not gonna get no double tongue from me, guys. That's exactly what the Biden administration in Washington D.C. in general is doing right now. They are funding Nazis. That is not a euphemism, anyway. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not saying that in a. A targeted stance. No, the military of Ukraine is literally a bunch of Nazis. They're, one of their main codes in there is Nazism. Look it up. One of their main battalions in the military of Ukraine is the Azov regime. They constantly hail Hitler. And that's what we're supporting. Like, we need to understand. That's why I always go back to history, ladies and gentlemen. Because we really, really need to understand history, so we we don't we don't repeat it. But anywho, while the Biden administration is out there funding Nazis, Polk County Chief Police Judd has just arrested twelve in a child predator sting, and they're all on a bunch of Disney bus drivers, ladies and gentlemen. I have with me Chief Andy Ray from the Auburndale Police Department. 
and Derek Blanton from the Winter Haven Police Department. You know, we did this recent Operation Child Protector too, and as I always say when we do these operations, the strength of our investigations simply is our partnership with the police department. We all work together to keep this community safe. We understand that criminals don't come and go according to city limits and county limits, and neither does support services from the sheriff's office and the police departments. We are all one, and this is just another example. So we did a two-week operation, just the recent of what we've done over and over and over, to focus on those that are online seeking your children. Okay. If it weren't for the heroic work of the undercover detectives from the Sheriff's Office, the Winter Police Department, the Auburndale Police Department, your children could have been the victims. But they weren't, because we stood in the gap between good and evil. We made 12 arrests. They were not only from Central Florida, but you'll hear me talk about one that occurred in an arrest that occurred out of Alabama and one out of Michigan. That's right, they were grooming and doing real nasty things online all across this neighborhood, this community, this county, this state, and as far away on this operation as Michigan and Alabama. And I just, I also want to include, and I hope he goes into this, but um, uh, when he, when he, the reason why um, Judd, uh, Chief, uh, Chief of Police Judge uh, Judd, I apologize, um, the reason why he added in grooming is because some of these men were, were actually, were, were, I mean, not only were they on social media, but some of these men were actually spotted at some of the libraries um, dressing up as women at libraries with children. They were at some of the libraries with children. That's why he's adding in grooming, and he's saying grooming because some of these uh, some of these men were at some of those libraries that you know some of the you know even some of our own senators they go out of the way to so I've never seen I've never seen men uh, you know men doing anything bad at uh, some of these libraries or some of these LGBT group uh, LGBTQ group uh, settings with children. Well. It's not like you're you're forgetting the point. The, you're forgetting the point that this is a grown man that is that is okay with dressing up like a, a woman. And a lot of the times, you cannot tell me the dresses that they put themselves in are very, aren't very provocative. You have to realize the simplicity of a grown man that's okay with dressing up like a woman and okay with the notion of wanting it to of wanting to share it with children. Like that notion, it's like when I bring up that notion to the um, some of the LGBTQ senators here in the state of Omaha, Nebraska, it's like bye-bye Huey a long time ago. Like they just don't get it. Like one of the main things I always hear is, well, I've never seen it. Well, like you've never seen real racism either. You've never seen real racism. I'm sure you've seen some prejudice, but you've never seen real racism either. But yet you go out of your way to claim America is racist, that cops are horrible, they're mainly racist. Let's go back to this video, I'm sorry. We say that we'll chase those child predators to the ends of the earth that want to harm our children. 
we've done that. You've heard me talk about us arresting a person in Australia and bringing them back here for trial. Well, we only had two from out of state this time. But here's what is important to understand, and I want the parents to understand this. These aren't traditional criminals. Nine of the 12 of these folks don't have a criminal history. Did you hear what I said? Nine of the 12 don't have a criminal history. But what they are doing, these evil people are working online and grooming children online to engage them in sexual conduct. Four of the arrests traveled. The others, as you'll hear in a minute, provided very raucous communication, sent pictures, inappropriate pictures, new pictures, action photos of sexual conduct to what they thought was 13, 14, 15 year old little girls or little boys. So let me introduce you to some of them. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, I, um, I, I just, I, I'm not stopping the video. I, I mean, this is about a 30 minute video, guys. So we're definitely in, uh, in deep with this whole video because I want to play the whole thing, break down the whole thing along with, um, uh, Judd because this, uh, it really, we, we need to understand that it's not just happening in Texas or Florida. These child trafficking rings, these child grooming rings are happening right here in the city of Omaha. It's horrible because a lot of it is coming from women. Women are doing the grooming right here in Omaha, Nebraska, where they're going out of the way to groom children and to making them believe that they can, they should be boys or they should be girls when they're boys or are, are, are leaving them to a, a, a tablet and then making sure that the children only are subjugated to LGBTQ rhetoric or YouTube channels where even the boy is sounds gay. He looks gay. Even if he has a sweater on, he still looks gay and it drives the ch child and makes the child question, why is he talking like that? And with no parent around, that's how the grooming starts. So we really, really need to realize when we're talking about grooming, guys, like just Judge said, nine out of ten, nine out of the 12 did not have records. We need to understand, and like I said, we need to understand and start making and start putting the laws that are in place, start actually implementing because there are laws in place that forbid it doesn't matter if you're a teacher, you're a counselor, it does not matter. There are laws in a place in America where you can lock someone up if they are grooming children. It's called molestation. We just need to put the laws that are already in place and start upholding them. And thank God we have some judges here in the state of Nebraska that are actual judges. They are actual judges. They don't get involved with politics. I think some of them stay out of politics just because they don't want to get mad and involved in it. But they stay out of politics to make sure that they can do their job the right way. So I'm not some goody two-shoe that's just always on the judge's side, that's always on the police side. Believe me, I go after the police and the judges just as much. 
But thank God we actually have some real police and good judges right here in the state of Nebraska. Thank God for that. And thank God they're staying strong right now because they are facing more stuff than me or you. We have no idea about. But let's get back to this video. This is Lawrence Newt. He lives on the Lakeland Highlands Road in Lakeland. He thought that he was traveling to have sex with a 13-year-old child. That's right. He came from South Lakeland to our undercover location at the far northeast end of the county, thinking that he was going to have sex. He said he cherished the idea about teaching this 13-year-old girl about sex. He sent news and action film of him doing inappropriate things. His wife of seven years was in another room sleeping whenever he did this. Oh, I'm sorry, he, she was in another room when he did this and he had to wait for her to go to sleep so he could sneak out of the house to engage what he felt was a 13-year-old child. Um, I, I, I just, and I'm stopping this just real quick, guys. We're going to get back to this, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm stopping this because there's certain things that he is not talking about. This gentleman, um, I, I just, I, so if you look at his Facebook, if you look at, um, um, so I'm, I apologize. So I, I actually tried to, um, I, I was trying to look up their um, social media platforms and I was able to look up five of them. Lawrence knew uh, being one of them uh, before they took down their social media feeds. It, as far as I can tell, almost every single one of these people and this isn't, and this, I, I do not want to uh, make this a left or right thing, but I will say this because this is very important as far as the psychology goes and understanding the way our culturally, our cultural shift is being driven understanding why we're seeing this stuff. So I, almost every single one of these people were at least involved at one time, not only in this type of activity, but they're all left Democrats. They're all a bunch of Democrats. Every single one of them, they're all Democrats. There's really, really something to be said about that. And it's not, it's not really... I'm not attacking their political views. It's not. Really, I, I, I should say this in a better way. I'm very, I apologize about that. I am not attacking their political views. I just want to state. I, I want to say it like this. It really shows on how child predators and people that want to harm children and people that want to rape women and hurt people. They're being they're immediately driven to the left side of the things because the left side is all about accepting of every the exception of everything and everyone so naturally if you're a child predator well then you're going to go to the people that oh they they're they're accepting of everyone and they want you to accept that too and that's one of, one of the, it's just one of the main reasons why the mainstream media isn't even talking about this because this is only three days old not even that you know, and this is involving uh, Disney bus drivers, people that were, um, what, how would you say that um, were,
involved into the community and they're out here touching children. Francis Butler in particular, he was a heavy Democrat. Uh, his Facebook page has got Democratic memorabilia all about it. Free health care, this. Trump is a racist, that. So, um, and this is, and this, and I had a screenshot a lot of this, guys, just to, you know, because now, now I'm sure most of them, most of all their Facebook feeds or their social media platforms are taken down. I think Timothy King's is still up. I'm going to try to look up his. I think his is still up. But it honestly just shows, ladies and gentlemen, it really, really does. It shows on the type of nature that we are introducing into our society. You know, we're, we're, we are, we're, we're being accepting of everything. And with that exception brings the, all the evil. So it's not our right. It's not our job to accept everything. We really need to get it through. Uh, get it through our head. But I'm, I'm going to rewind this a little bit, and then let's get back to it. South Lakeland to our undercover location at the far northeast end of the county, thinking that he was going to have sex. He said he cherished the idea about teaching this 13-year-old girl about sex. He sent news and action film of him doing inappropriate things. His wife of seven years was in another room sleeping whenever he did this. Oh, I'm sorry. He, she was in another room when he did this, and he had to wait for her to go to sleep so he could sneak out of the house to engage what he thought was a 13-year-old child. So let me focus on this minute. He's in one room, his wife's in another room. He's sending all kinds of ugly things to what he thinks is a 13-year-old child. Then he leaves after she falls asleep and travels all the way across the county. He confessed. We've got him locked up in jail. He's the owner of Omnia Inc which deals in uh, disposing medical supplies, used medical supplies. Oh, did I tell you Citrus County Sheriff's Office also has a criminal charge waiting against him as well. But we've got him locked up here now. So this is not new for him. He's 67 years old, and he's a deviant. He's a child pe pedophile. He's a pervert. And now he's a jailbird. Then there's Christopher Valise. He's 33. He's from Tampa. He sent explicit photos thinking he was sending them to a 14-year-old child. And he told her, I don't want to get in trouble, so let's keep this between us. Where does he work? He doesn't work. You see, he's at home on disability and SSI. That's right. So while all of us are going to work, earning money, paying our taxes. He's getting our taxpayers' money to sit at home and groom little children online. He didn't travel. But he instructed what he thought was the little 14-year-old girl to destroy the message. Um, I, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I was trying my hardest not to stop. <clears throat> 
but I, I need to say this. So, guys, Lawrence knew um, the you know the the owner of the medical industry that was. <clears throat> uh, so, Judd, uh, it's not, and it's not, Judd, judges, I don't, Judge probably isn't including this because, uh, you know, with his, with the position that he's in, he doesn't, um, I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to speak for him. Maybe he's just not including this for whatever reason. But I, I, I want to. So, the company that um, Lawrence knew was the owner of. Once again, this, and he had to wait for her to go to sleep so he could sneak out of the house to engage what he thought was a 13 year old child. So let me focus on this a minute. He's in one room, his wife's in another room. He's sending all kinds of ugly things to what he thinks is a 13 year old child. Then he leaves after she falls asleep and travels all the way across the county. He confessed. We've got him locked up in jail. He's the owner of Omnia Inc., which deals in uh, disposing medical across the county. He confessed. We've got him locked up in jail. Listen to this. He's the owner of Omnia Inc. Um, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, and if you track uh, Omnia Inc. down, ladies, it, it gets even worse than that. Pfizer was Omni Inc. was uh, they were in business embedded very 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 deep together. Now um, Omni Inc. was actually in um, they were in direct contract with Pfizer with them getting rid of their disposable batches of vaccines. Their batches that they uh, that Pfizer um, deemed you know um, that, that they deemed uh, to. to Dangerous to put, uh, to give to the public. Well, Omni Inc. was in control of that. Omni Inc. was one of the companies they got millions of dollars when the first stimulus package went through. Omni Inc. Lawrence knew he was getting not only was he getting taxpayer money, he was getting federal money, and he was effing little children. Meeting up with twelve-year-olds starts, and this is—it's not like this is just the first time he's got caught, ladies and gentlemen. So it's not like this hasn't been going on uh, going along for a very long time. Lawrence knew. Right next to Albert Borla, and what do you think Albert Borla is doing? You know, the same guy that's head of Pfizer, the same one that made your vaccine. These are the type of people that are making these vaccines, ladies and gentlemen. Let me rewind this for you. These are the type of people that are making your vaccines. This guy right here. Then he leaves after she falls asleep and travels all the way across the county. He confessed. We've got him locked up in jail. He's the owner of Omnia Inc., which deals in uh, disposing medical supplies, used medical supplies. Oh, did I tell you Citrus County Sheriff's Office? also has a criminal charge waiting against him as well. But we've got him locked up here now. So this is not new for him. He's 67 years old, and he's a deviant. He's a child pe pedophile. He's a pervert. And now he's a jailbird. Then there's Christopher Valise. He's 33. He's from Tampa. He sent explicit photos 
thinking he was sending them to a 14-year-old child. And he told her, I don't want to get in trouble, so let's keep this between us. Where does he work? He doesn't work. You see, he's at home on disability and SSI. That's right. So when all of us are going to work, earning money, paying our taxes, he's getting our taxpayers' money to sit at home and groom little children online. He didn't travel. But he instructed what he thought was the little 14-year-old girl to destroy the messages or the pictures because I don't want to get in trouble. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, what would an operation be? Either a pornography investigation or a predator operation or a human trafficking operation without a Disney employee. We always have a Disney employee, sometimes more. This is Zachary. Zachary Hudson. That's right, he's a bus driver for Disney. He did not travel, but he sent nude and lewd pictures of himself. He thought it was to a 15-year-old girl. And he said to her while grooming her, what we said could get us all in trouble. And he said how he would like to wrap his arms around and fill her small, tiny body. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is exactly why going to Disneyland has never really, really uh, sounded uh, that appealing to me. And I also love how um, uh, I, 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 you know, I don't want to say I love, but I think it's hilarious and how Judd makes Judd makes it a point to make a joke about how every single time they do a human trafficking sting or a pornography sting or uh, specifically a, a, ch- um, a, a child molestation freaking sting, whatever they whatever they call it, every single time there's Disney employees involved, every single time. Now, what do the CEOs and uh, what do they say about this? Well, they like it. ...sex trafficking case. The case centers around a website that essentially operates as an online brothel and rakes in millions of dollars by advertising prostitution, including children. New tonight, CBS 13's Adrian Moore is in the newsroom with more on these arrests. Adrian? Sammy Christine of the website is called Backpage.com, and today the company CEO oh, yeah, was arrested in Houston, where the company has an office. But he'll be facing pimping charges here in California first. Federal officials arrested 55-year-old CEO Carl Fair this afternoon as he stepped off a flight from Amsterdam. This is an international website centered out of the Netherlands, and so it, it comes from all over the world. The Texas... Ha! That's the CEO of Disney, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, he was, he was arrested, and this is back in 2016, guys. Attorney General announced Farrah's arrest, calling Backpage.com a grotesque form of modern-day slavery. The victims come from all over. They're, they're, it's international. Not just in Texas, not just in California. But the charges were filed in Sacramento following a three-year investigation by the California Department of Justice that cracked the case. California Attorney General Kamala Harris said in a statement today, quote, Backpage and its executives 
purposefully and unlawfully designed Backpage to be the world's top online brothel. The website hosts a variety of ads, but according to... I remember when she said that, and like, what... What kind of dumb statement is that? Like, oh my God, they unwittingly and unlawfully made it to be the top, the top uh, brothel online, and then she just stops. Like, it's not like she denounced it or anything like that. She just said it was unlawfully. You know what I mean? Everything's unlawfully if you do it in the wrong way. You know, that's not denouncing it. She just says, "Oh, well, they just made it to be the top brothel online. How dare you guys shut it down?" That's where I get my little children from. Revenue worldwide comes from prostitution ads that use veiled language and nearly nude photos. Backpage has created hundreds of sites worldwide, including in 30 California cities, and over a 29-month period, raked in $51 million in revenue from California alone. During their three-year investigation, the Department of Justice set up an undercover operation, placing escort ads and arranging meetings. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children also helped. Since 2012, they reported 2,900 possible child sex trafficking cases via that page to California law enforcement. Texas. Well. Yep, that's what, uh, so anyways, so that's what the executives of the, uh, the executives of Disney think about their employees getting arrested on, um, you know, on, uh, uh, the molestation charges or grooming of children charges. It's because they're not mad about it. It's because, well, they, they're doing it too. And it amazes me how everyone is still going to Disneyland. That is literally a human traffic. It, it, it started. According to Walt Disney himself, when the CIA approached him, according to unreleased documents in their own words, the CIA approached Walt, and they soon made tunnels underneath Walt Disneyland or Disneyland, and in an effort to human traffic children. This isn't made up, ladies and gentlemen. Like that's you know that's and you look it up. You know what I'm saying? Just look that up. And we're all still going there. You don't think it's stopped? It's not like the CIA or the, the 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 Congress has put a stop to it. They know what's going on. They get caught left and right. They have not told them to put a stop to it. Kind of like what's going on underneath the Playboy House. You know what I'm saying? The Play Mansion. Yeah. But anyways, let's get back to this video, right? He said, then he said, are you ready for this? You can't make this stuff up. I don't want to sound creepy. Well, you just sounded creepy. So he reiterated to what he thought was this little girl that he, she needed to keep it quiet. It has to be our secret. Because he said, you know, I could go to jail. He said, but I'd risk it spending some time with you I'd risk going to jail well when we arrested him he confessed oh new flash this will make Disney extra happy he was doing this while he was on the clock for Disney so if your bus was running late at Disney he was busy taking pictures of himself and talking trash to what he felt with the little girl yeah if your bus was late that's the reason why 
because Disney employees and CEOs of Disney, which also are, are were, were great proponents of the Black Lives Matter, by the way, they're they're very very great proponents of the LGBT group. You know what I mean? It should make you feel all good inside knowing that child traffickers, child groomers, child rapists are the ones that are giving you money, Senator Megan. How's that more for direct? Then there's Timothy King, he's 26, from Claremont. He rode a bike. That's right, he traveled. He rode a bike. This dude was on a mission. So you might ask the sheriff, Sheriff, how far did he ride a bike to have what he thought was sex with a 15-year-old child? Ten miles. Wow. Did you hear me? Ten miles. I mean, holy shit, dude, he was convinced that is uh scary as hell he rode his bike 10 miles oh wow and he said sometimes i get excited he didn't use those terms this dude was on a mission so you might ask the sheriff sheriff how far did he ride a bike to have what he thought was sex with a 15-year-old child. 10 miles. Did you hear me? 10 miles. And he said, sometimes I get excited. He didn't use those terms, but I thought I would. He used much more graphic terms. He confessed. He said, I don't have any friends. And he was very cautious when he arrived at the house. He wanted to know about cameras. Are there any cameras? Yep, there's cameras. We got your picture. In fact, we got lots of pictures. We got pictures with clothes on. Anyway. That's so remarkably disturbing. Clark from Tampa. He works armed security for Brinks National Guard. That's right. That was his job. So the next time you see a Brinks truck and they jump out armed to pick up the loot from the store, who knows what he's doing behind closed doors. He traveled. He thought he was going to have sex with a 15-year-old child. Boy, was he surprised when the door opened and there was sheriff's detectives and police officers to arrest him. And, uh, yeah, I also want to include uh, this one. So that uh, guy was actually a, a part of the um, uh, Los Angeles uh, riots. He actually was coming to I, I did a little research on my own, and I found his Twitter feed. And I saw on his Twitter feed that he took part of the, some of the riots that were in Florida and in Los Angeles County. The Antifa riots, that was. He said he was kind of antisocial. And he just did this to meet new people. He said, but don't worry, I didn't mean it. I was going to tell her mom. Well, that's a good excuse as any when you're in a lot of trouble. This guy's 62. His name's Frank Butler. He's from Palm Beach Gardens. He's an administrator for BSG Hospitality. 
but he was in the Orlando area at a resort. Now, I just also want to include this. Do you see how? Do you see how a lot of these um, a lot of these people are in some kind of social networks or like social community networks where it allows them the ability to get their hands on a lot of children? Like that's. That's why a lot of pedophiles are going to the LGBT group, you know what I mean, um, parades and, and, and all of this stuff. And it, and, 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 it, and, it, and it makes it does make me feel bad because the real people that actually feel that way, and it's not like they just changed that way because they wanted to be cool or be like something, you know what I mean, or be the, the unique fab or whatever. No, like that's how they actually are. Those people are normally ones that get totally lost in the sauce. You know, their their beliefs in what they're doing never get heard. Because you have these freaking pedophiles that, uh, that they get center stage on news all the time. And that drives further. That drives escalation further. The polarization between the left and the uh, left and the right further. And we, like that's why I say, guys, and I'm not ready to play it again, but that's why I always tell you guys, it's up to us. Like, we need to start looking at ourselves Looking in the mirror at all costs because it is truly up to us, ladies and gentlemen. But let's get back to it, guys, because this is it's sick as hell. And I, I, I want to, I, like I said, I'm going to be breaking it down uh, left and right, but let's get back to it. Sorry. So, hey, he thought he would confront a 13-year-old female. So he started the communication and he traveled. That's right. <laughs> he traveled from the resort to meet what he thought was a 13-year-old female. You know what's interesting about that? His wife of 27 years was at the resort, and he had to wait for her to go to sleep. Jesus. So his wife of 27 years, who thinks they're at the resort to have a great weekend, she falls asleep, he sneaks out, and goes to the undercover operation to have sex with a 13-year-old child, he thinks. But then he told the detective, once again, you can't make this up, he's not a bad guy. He said, I'm just not a bad guy. He said, you know what I was going to do is wait at the house with this child to tell her mom, as soon as she come home, what this child was doing. Yeah. And then when we explained to him about the undercover detective and the, not the 13-year-old child, he said, well, what did I do wrong? It's just words. When well, newsflash, words matter. Words got you locked up. You were grooming a child. You agreed to meet a 13-year-old child because you, in fact, were going to have sex with that child. And, you know, guys, um, this is exactly... This is exactly um, one of the one of uh, one of the reasons we need to start because it's for these laws exactly, and just because it's a, a teacher or it's a principal or it's a librarian, just because it's someone from the state, if they're doing and like I said here in Omaha, Nebraska, it's more coming from the women here in Omaha. The women are, are so all 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 about grooming the shit out of children. And it makes me absolutely sick. Stings like this, like what Judge has been uh, Judge has been doing out in Florida, stings like this need to happen 
all across America because the people of America need to realize what's going on. And, it's, and like I said, it's not like there's not laws already in place that we can hold these people accountable. Lord knows when you go to a library and if you walk into a library, there's a bunch of grown men grooming children, shaking their ass in front of children. Just because it's from the state does not mean it's not grooming children. We need to start arresting these men because, like I said, four out of these men were at LGBT group, uh, LGBT group library events and or LGBT group parades in some type of manner. So this is, you know, it, it's, a, it's a big problem. This is a very, very big problem, guys. Right, let's go back to it. Why your wife of 27 years slept blissfully in the resort down the street? He says he doesn't prey on children. So anyway, we asked him what his wife would think about all of this. He said, you know, my wife wouldn't subscribe to this. That's why I had to wait until she went to sleep. This is a stereotype of a predator and a pedophile. Then there's Michael Ochino from Kissimmee. He's a forklift driver for PetSecure. He had conversations with three different undercover detectives from the police department and the sheriff's office. That's right. He thought he was talking to 13 and 14 year old children during his conversation. He said um, that would like to stay with them. He talked about making babies with children. He didn't travel. But then he said something that was really, really, really scary. You see, our undercover detectives said that they were down here with their mom on vacation and talked about during the conversation, the relationship, he said, look, you can stay with me, and here's how you do it. You walk away without your mom seeing you. She won't know where you are. You're from another part of the country. And then you wait for me, and I'll pick you up. Is that scary or what? He was giving what he thought to be a 13-year-old little girl directions on how to escape from her mom, and he was going to pick her up. That is scary as all hell. Now, um, this is this is a, a, a video that's new to me and you, ladies and gentlemen. I've never watched this uh, whole thing all the way through, but I thought this was a very, very important part because this not only does it lead to so many different other avenues because some of the people that were arrested obviously have very, very good, well-off jobs, and they're connected to obviously very, very high-up people like Lawrence New. You don't think that Lawrence New has any other friends that he knows full well that are doing this too? 
I'm like this. These type of stings need to go all across America, so the people really, really get shaken out of empathy into what is going on as far as the child grooming and the ch- child sacrification that's going on with these death cults, these satanic cults that are all across America that have infiltrated our police forces, and it's. I'm, I'm telling you right now, guys, we have. A serious, serious human trafficking problem, and out in France and Europe, it's a hundred, it's 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 worse. We have a problem with humans being enslaved, and not the um, the our cultural belief of enslavement. You know, not the like they're they're actually like there's people out here that are actually the definition of racist. Not the not the uh, America form of racist where someone says something prejudiced and you're like, oh, he wakes, he wakes. No, 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 no. I mean real racist. I mean if they see someone that is of different ethnicity, they are going right up to them and killing them. Happens all the time out in Africa. Happens all the time in Iran. Happens all the time in Iraq. Happens all the time in Somalia. Happens all the time in Paris. Happens all the fucking time, excuse my language, in a lot of other countries, uh, different, uh, different countries, all across the world. America is literally the one exception where racism is frowned upon within a, a, a point-blank second. You can go out to Somalia, and there's tribes that have no problem with saying, no, we will genocide that entire tribe. It is beneath us. Right? Like, look it up. Just just a couple weeks ago, just a couple weeks ago, I was reading about this story out in the Amazon where these freaking drones, these drones during a, I don't know if they're, I think they were drilling, they were drilling oil or something. They were doing something out there. I don't know. Um, I, all, all I know is the gist of the story was the drones that were taking flight and kind of looking uh, over the, the oil site or the, the area site where they were working on captured this one freaking tribe that is known to practice cannibalism and other things like that, m- murdering, genociding another tribe. And it's not like they couldn't speak English, by the way. When asked... Why they did that is because this, the, because they said this, the tribe was beneath them. They did not consider them human beings. And I'm sure the, I'm sure the owner of the owner of whatever you know they were working on out in the Amazon. I'm 100 sure it's some type of oil site. But whatever they were working on, I'm sure the CEO of oil looked at that chief and was like, you know what? I definitely concur with that. I agree. I'm gonna kill me. I'm gonna kill me. Actually, I'm gonna kill you. You want a vaccination? I'm sorry, guys. We'll be right back with the rest of this video. Always make sure to follow us right here on Anchor. Follow us right here on Spotify, Subliminal Mustard Studios, all one word, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. Guys, we have a lot of information always cracking out at all times, guys. At all times. I mean, we upload from everywhere. We upload from Bandot Video. We upload from doctors that go on exclusives. We have all the information, real news, what's going on in the world, what's going on in America, right here at Subliminal Message Studios. So follow me, guys. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And um, thank you very much for joining me. I am Leonardo. And we were just um, uh, on the video of the 
12 that were arrested in Polk County, and uh, some of them were from other states, but one of them being a Disney bus driver, another one being the owner of Omniacorp, which directly worked with the, uh, with the Pfizer company in disposing dangerous vaccines, or what they called was dangerous uh, batch vaccines from the COVID-19 vaccine uh from from the COVID 19 vaccine i apologize and uh others and others that were in some type of social community um outreach programs all of them being democratic voting for joe biden that's not i mean i i I don't want to attack who they're voting for i'm just saying all of them being Democratic driven, all of them supporting LGBT uh, LGBTQ uh, group associations, Black Lives Matter associations. They're all over their um, social media platforms. All of them acclimating into, or four of them known to hold part in some of the libraries or in some of the LGBT group. Uh, group settings that were hold in some states and libraries. One of them in Florida, um, Fran- uh, not Francis Butler, uh, but we're going to get to a couple. Uh, uh, Lawrence New was one of them that dressed up like uh, a woman and actually went to a, a, a library, danced around your child, and now he's you know going to jail, and a yeah. few others, guys. But I want to get back uh, to this video to get straight back into it because it is – it is honestly, it's it's just disgusting, and we are just going over um, the last guy, which it's what it sounds to me like. We're gonna replay it a little bit, but what it sounds to me is he was going to kill this child because he was trying to get the child away from the mother, with the mother not knowing where the child is, so he can then come pick her up at a location that the mother has no idea about, and only he knows. And it's, yeah. I wonder, I guess what I'm trying to say is I wonder if this last guy, I'm going to rewind it for us, but I wonder if this last guy has done that with other children. And this is simply the first time he's getting caught. Of a predator and a pedophile. Then there's Michael Ochino from Kissimmee. He's a forklift driver for PetSecure. He had conversations with three different undercover detectives from the police department and the sheriff's office. That's right. He thought he was talking to 13 and 14 year old children during his conversation. He said um, that he would like to stay with them. He talked about making babies with the children. He didn't travel. That's sick. But then he said something that was really, really, really scary. You see, our undercover detectives said that they were down here with their mom on vacation and talked about, during the conversation, the relationship. He said, look, you can stay with me, and here's how you do it. You walk away without your mom seeing you. She won't know where you are. You're from another part of the country. And then you wait for me, and I'll pick you up. 
Is that scary or what? He was giving what he thought to be a 13-year-old little girl directions on how to escape from her mom, and he was going to pick her up. Then what? What's next? He's 57 years of age. I discovered... Travel, but he communicated from St. Clair, Michigan. He's unemployed. Here's a guy that didn't travel, but he communicated from St. Clair, Michigan. He's unemployed. He thought he was talking to a 14-year-old child. He would say things like he thought she was sexy. He instructed this child how to delete their text. And he told her, I can't resist how young you are. He's in the St. Clair County Jail on our warrant where we were assisted by the police authorities there arresting him. Well, Roger, buddy, welcome to Florida, because this is where you come. It's not going to be a vacation, unless, of course, you consider the state prison an extended stay resort. And then there's George Matthews. Here's what's interesting about old George. He's 66 years of old age. He's from Ozark, Alabama. Are you ready for this, his job? He works at Fort Rucker. He's a Blackhawk mechanic. He works for M1 Support Services, which is a civilian company contracted to work on the Blackhawk. He sent very explicit images of himself to what he thought was 13, a 13-year-old child. He did not travel, but he said he would like to. He made statements to the 13-year-old that he was old enough to be her grandfather. And then he engaged in some very nasty chat. Well, when he came to work the next day, and he crossed them to the base. The military police arrested him. By the way, that base, if you're not familiar with Fort Rucker, is the Army Aviation War Fighting Center. Mm -hmm. He had chats with his 13-year-old, not only while he was at home, but also while he was at work. I hope he didn't get so carried away with his checks that he forgot to put all the parts back on the Black Hawk helicopters. That could be a real problem. He's in the Delta County Jail. And he's not going to be flying here on the helicopter. Yeah, and you know, um, thank God for that, man. But I, I once again, guys, I just want to, I, I really, I just want to say once again, these are the type of people that we have, like like uh, the sheriff, uh, sheriff judge just stated, these are the type of people that we have in correlation with some very, very important stuff that runs and is in function of our society. And we need to address these problems while it's on the freshness of the right-wing mind. 
Because it's not really on the left side of the mind. They're so busy on making sure that, oh my God, my body, my choice, or gay rights this, gay rights that, trans this, trans that. I don't even know the different terminology. Without even asking themselves, after we succeed this, what then? What are the ramifications for us succeeding in this? Well, you're starting to see the ramifications. Because child traffickers... Child molesters are infiltrating your groups, and they're the same ones that are paying for your groups to have protests. They're giving you your thoughts. They're telling you this is for gay rights, and then they're turning around and having sex with children. I'm sorry for saying it like that, but that's God honest the truth. I'll guarantee that. All right. I would like to turn this over to a dear friend of mine and colleague. We work together at the sheriff's office. 25 years until retirement age came and then he went to be the police chief in Auburndale and made me very proud to see one of, one of my captains and one of the most talented people we've ever had worked with us go on to be the police chief. Chief? So 25 years here and 10 years at Auburndale, 35 years in this uh, business and uh, these things still bother me and uh, they should, they make my ton, uh, stomach turn. And uh, if you're a parent and you have kids, or you're a grandparent and you have kids uh, that are dear to you, do what you can to protect them because the internet is a dangerous place. Um, make sure that, that you're monitoring them. Uh, make sure that you're having conversations with them. There are a lot of uh, nefarious actors out there, and we just want parents and grandparents, people who are responsible for kids, to be aware of that and uh, to talk to their kids about it. It's an important conversation to have. So thankful to the sheriff uh, and his people for uh, putting this uh, operation together, and always thankful for the opportunity to be a, a team player and a partner uh, to keep this county safe. So uh, thanks, Sheriff. Next we have Derek. Derek Blanton is with the Winter Haven Police Department. In fact, his father and I patrolled as deputies way, way, way back in the day. And so it makes me exceptionally proud to see Derek follow in the footsteps of his dad. Derek. Good afternoon. The members of the Winter Haven Police Department are uh, more than happy to have participated in this operation. We'll be more than happy to participate in future operations that, that may come about. The people we've ever had work with us go on to be the police chief. Chief? So, 25 years here and 10 years at Auburndale, 35 years in this uh, business. And uh, these things still bother me. And uh, they should, they make my uh, stomach turn. And uh, if you're a parent and you have kids, or you're a grandparent and you have kids uh, that are dear to you, do what you can to protect them because the internet is a dangerous place. Um, make sure that, that you're monitoring them. Uh, make sure that you're having conversations with them. Uh, there are a lot of uh, nefarious actors out there and we just want parents and grandparents people who are responsible for kids to be aware of that and uh, 
the software that gets back to an important conversation to have. So thankful to the sheriff uh, and his people for uh, putting this uh, operation together and always thankful for the opportunity to be a, a team player and a partner uh, to keep this county safe. So uh, thanks, Sheriff. Next we have Derek. Derek Blanton is with the Winter Haven Police Department. In fact, his father and I patrolled as deputies way, way, way back in the day. And so it makes me exceptionally proud to see Derek follow in the footsteps of his dad. Derek. Good afternoon. The members of the Winter Haven Police Department are uh, more than happy to have participated in this operation. We'll be more than happy to participate in future operations that, that may come about. We're dedicated to doing our best to protect our kids in these situations. Um, I think it serves as a good reminder for both both parents and bad guys that you know, we got we have really good detectives, uh, whether it's the sheriff's office and our real police department, uh, are really good at their jobs and they won't hesitate to put you in jail. Involved in this type of situation. Uh, thank you to the Sheriff's Office and Urban Police Department for also uh, participating in this and having us participate as well. Thank you. Our folks collectively are simply the very best in the business at investigating and searching out and looking for these predators. But, Karen, these folks will walk boldly into your home while you're there and groom your children if you don't know what your children are doing online. So that, if there are any questions. Well, you know, interestingly enough, the overwhelming majority of these people weren't from Polk County. But what we do is we throw a wide net this time it went as far as Alabama and Michigan to arrest people. So, and my challenge would be to the police agencies and sheriff's offices who aren't doing these operations across the United States, why not? Because that's where the predators are. That's where the child pornographers are. They're all online. And they're looking for children to attack. So when you look at these operations, you understand that my passion, my absolute top priority is to protect the children from sexual predators. Children are supposed to be innocent, but at 13, 14, 15, they're curious. And the next thing you know, this person's shown up in the gaming room with them, or with the child chaperone with them, looking for those who are alone, or lonesome, or sad, or in need of attention, and that's who they focus on first. So at the end of the day, it's a Polk County solution to a nationwide program, a problem. So we chase you to the ends of the earth. And I also applaud my colleagues from ICAC around the state and nation that do the same thing. But there's a lot of police agencies that don't. And if you don't, I will. We're gonna we're gonna find them because it's important for me to save a child from a predator in 
Alabama or Michigan or Alaska or any place else in the world, Australia, as it is in Polk County. These people will get to your children if given the opportunity. And if they never travel to put hands on them, by the time they groom them and send them all of this ugliness, it certainly breaks down the barriers so that someone else can attack them. I'm not sure where he was arrested because he did not travel. We went to him to arrest him. So I don't know if they called him up, you know, from work, but I believe it was in uniform. In fact, I'm sure it was in uniform when we arrested him. Certainly, I think we're making a significant impact because when we first started these operations, what, 10, 12, 15 years ago, we were arrested 30, 40 a week. And this was, this was a good week to get 12. So the difference is child pornographers can go into the deep, dark web, and they're very difficult to find. We do, but they're deep, dark web people that understand that. It's very difficult. There's, they have to go in the chat rooms. They have to go in the gaming rooms. They have to be where the children are. So, but, but not arresting as many as we used to doesn't mean they're not out there because they are. Have some of them become more savvy? Certainly they have with education. But we truly believe we're making a difference. We truly know that we're saving children's lives and protecting them from deviants such as this. Most of the time they confess, occasionally they don't. Most of them, the remorse they display is because they got caught. Occasionally one will be just obviously honest and say, yeah, I shouldn't have done it, but I did, now here I am. But most of them have an excuse and most of them are just sorry they're gone. So. Well, do you know that we have, this is an ongoing process. We never quit. So I'm going to stop this right here, guys. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to let it play uh, play all the way through because it's just mainly the rest of this is the reporters asking, uh, asking judge questions and stuff like that. Now, um, but once again, guys, you know, I, I I agree with almost almost everything that judges said about how all police forces need to be doing this because this is, like you said, that's where the real child trafficking is at, and that leads. And I I, I think I think the reason why a lot of other police forces do not do that is because they're honestly scared on what it might lead to. It's a lot of the times that the only reason why um, they're uh, why uh, they're able to arrest the CEO of Disney is because the arrests they made in the beginning led up to them snitching. Like, no, actually, the CEO is the one that owns the operate, you know, owns the website that operates this shit. So then, you know what I mean? Obviously, it led to them, but it's that's a serious, serious implication of what's going on uh, at the top. 
serious implication of what's going on at the top, ladies and gentlemen. So, man, I mean, just just um, crazy. I don't even know how else to say that, man. Completely, completely crazy, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to bring me to the end of this broadcast. Um, remember to follow me right here on Anchor, Spotify, and or um, Google Podcasts, op, Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And donate, to, and do, donate if you can. I really appreciate everything, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, Subliminal Message Studios is where you're going to get all of your information at. I mean with world news, world military news, with America news, with cultural news, with uh, spiritual news, all of it. You can find all of those all of those broadcasts right here at Subliminal Message Studios. We got broadcasts from Thrive Time Show. We got broadcasts from Bandot Video. We got broadcasts from World Room with Owen Shura. We got the American Journal. We got the Alex Jones Show. We have all of the great, great, great entrepreneurs that are giving real news to the world, ladies and gentlemen. You can find all that information right here at Subliminal Message Studios, guys. Right here at Subliminal Message Studios. All one word, Subliminal Message Studios. Thank you very much for joining me once again, guys, and I will see you out there.